Good morning and welcome. It's 907. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is in the house, and your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Joining us now, Congressman uh, Greg Stubbe with us on the line. And uh, Congressman, good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning. How are you? Uh, fantastic. An hour ago, we were talking uh, uh, to one of your fellow patriots that serves in the House, uh, Kat Kamek. And uh, and she was enlightening us on a bill she's been working on real hard, the Citrus Greening Bill. I know you serve a lot of uh, uh, part of the ag community, as long with, uh, you know, cityscapes. But um, are, I guess I should ask, are you familiar with the bill and uh, anything that you want to say about that? Yeah, anything that supports our citrus growers, uh, I've always supported. Um, I am the number one citrus-producing district in the entire nation. Most of that citrus, if not all of it, goes to juice. Uh, And our citrus growers have been hit hard over the years from a whole litany of different challenges, from pests to disease to greening to canker. Uh, The latest challenge they had was Irma. Um, There was a lot of fruit drop from Irma. The latest, um, even more recently, as of a month or two ago, we had that freeze that came down pretty south. Uh, and cause fruit drop, cause problems. And then you have the importation of concentrated juice from Brazil and Mexico that creates challenges. I actually have a bill also uh, that would prohibit the importation of Chinese citrus and South African citrus. Why in the world would the United States be importing Chinese citrus when we have our own domestic producers that need as much help as they can get? And, And just recently, this whole increase in price in diesel fuel you know, we, don't th- we think about it when we fill our trucks up, but what we don't think about is the impact that that's having on overall production of foodstuff nationwide. And just for the citrus guys specifically who have been texting me, they're not doing inputs into the groves because they can't afford to run their tractors and spray the crops, fertilize the crops, fertilizers at a 300% increase in price for a variety of different reasons. If you could so- even get it, yeah. Yeah, and so the inputs they're putting into the grove is nowhere near what they typically would do, which means production is going to be down, which means supply is going to be down, which means it's going to further create uh, uh, challenges on top of already inflation and cause more inflation because they're not going to be able to do the things that they need to typically do in a grove because diesel prices are so high. Yeah, when you said that that you were concerned about the importation of Chinese citrus, that to me that's brilliant because you're learning from things that have already occurred. I'll give you an example: the swine flu. Remember that kind of sweeping flu uh, through affected and impacted the pork industry. Next thing you know, when the pork industry is really down on their knees, the Chinese come along and buy Smithfield Hams, the largest pork producer in the U.S. I think, and this is just me, I think that they specifically try to do some form of damage to various industries, and then they fill that hole by either buying up those industries or by importation. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and what they're doing is they're hedging the protection of their own domestic food supply because the Chinese eat a lot of pork, and if they have swine flu in China and are not able to produce swine, they can use the domestic production since they own Smithfield and then ship it all in containers to China while lowering the supply to the United States because obviously they don't care about the United States. I don't, I don't think when we take the majority back in November, I think there should be a lot of thought put into bills that don't allow the Chinese Communist Party to, to purchase companies in our country, to purchase farms in our country, which they're also doing, to purchase all of these different assets that they're 
purchasing to protect their own people, and we're just acting blindly to what they're doing. Uh, and there's going to come a time, and we saw a little bit of this with COVID, where all the manufacturing is offshore, and suddenly you can't get all the things that you need from a medical perspective when there's another pandemic. You can't get things, uh, chips to run your vehicles, to run all the different things that we need for our military. And uh, I really hope that when we take the majority back, Congress is going to look very intently at bringing manufacturing back to the United States, protecting domestic production of food, because I certainly don't want to be getting Chinese and Mexican citrus that you don't know if they're even spraying DDT on it, and all of the different things that go into protecting the United States and our, and our supply chain. Now, I have a friend that's a dairy farmer, and he said, look, when it comes to the baby formula thing, one of the issues is our food supply is too consolidated. You've got one plant in Sturgis, Michigan, producing 43% of the baby formula for the nation. That that even lends itself to a national security risk because, uh, you know, if people uh, uh, take some of these uh, facilities out, well, look, it could be the FDA, but it just as easily could have been, you know, started on fire, sabotaged as well. Uh, they're taken offline. How come we don't have food production that is more spread out? We absolutely should. And these are things that we, we need to be looking at. And the Biden administration, why in the world you would not think, if you were the Biden administration, that you shut down a baby formula manufacturing company who produces 43% of the baby formula and there's not going to be repercussions nationwide to shortages, I have no idea. I mean, any, any reasonable person with a reasonable amount of intelligence would know if you take out the company and the manufacturing plant that is producing 43% of America's baby formula, that something's going to have to make up for that or you're going to have the shortages that you're seeing today. And, and they, don't, they just don't care. And what, what, what gets past me is with the trillions, literally trillions, that the Biden administration's asked for, the FDA claims they're underfunded and undermanned to deal with the baby formula issue. And the EPA, Kat Kamek, the congresswoman, heard from the EPA because I said, why won't the EPA greenlight the, uh, the citrus greening bill? Because it's a, like a chemical that you put on it. I go, right. are they concerned yeah. about groundwater or whatever? She says they haven't even begun testing because they claim they don't have the money or resources to do it. And this is why it is so important that the states take over these type of priorities, and these should be issues that the states deal with. We have our own Department of Environmental Protection, the state of Florida, that could be doing these things a lot quicker, a lot faster, and a lot safer for Floridians specifically, but nationwide every state has their own environmental protection agency, and you have this huge bureaucracy in government of the, the behemoth of the federal government that has bloated and bloated and bloated over the years, and taken over things that specifically should be states' issues, education, environmental protection, all of these things should be state decisions because what what's good for Florida water quality isn't going to be good for Montana water quality. So your, your, your Florida-specific environmental protection agencies should be focused on the things that affects Floridians and every state should be focused on those type of things and not the federal government. Well, I agree with that, but there are the lefty uh, federalities right now that they're enjoying this power and they want more power. And in fact, I don't think it's a funding issue at all with both the FDA and the EPA. I think when it's convenient, they slow walk things. What they're doing is they're weaponizing these federal agencies like we saw with the FBI or earlier the IRS and the Tea Party. No, they're absolutely weaponizing every agency in the federal government to to push a leftist 
um, progressive agenda on the American people. Uh, look no farther than DHS. A couple of weeks ago, Mayorkas was before the Judiciary Committee and said, oh, you know, uh, Congressman Gates asked, hey, why, why haven't you deported the 1.2 million that a judge has already said isn't here legally, their case isn't bona fide, and they should be deported? Why haven't you? Oh, we're, we don't have the resources. We have finite, I think his exact quote was, we have finite resources. Then why are you creating a climate change committee within the Department of Homeland Security? Why are you focused on all this leftist propaganda and not focused on the security and the safety of the American people and actually kicking people out that a judge has ordered to be deported in our country? Every agency in the federal government is doing this. So they have plenty of resources, um, plenty of resources. We've, we've just in the four years I've been in Congress, we were a $21 trillion deficit when I got elected. We're over a $31 trillion deficit. Every day you're looking at another spending bill that the Democrats are bringing to the floor for trillions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars, another $40 billion to Ukraine. Like all, there's plenty of money. It's the focus of this federal government and their leftist propaganda and progressiveness that they're focused on using the money instead of what we should be focused on, and that's the American people. And they're, and they're still wanting more money for spending, and even uh, left-of-center economists have said, no, stop spending. This has led to inflation. It would only, it would only get worse. But uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe, we appreciate your service to your country and serving now as a congressman. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Congressman Greg Stubbe, uh, handling all around like Sarasota County, all the way uh, to the Big Lake, part of Lake Okeechobee, and all that. And uh, yeah, we appreciate his time on the Bob Rose Show. It is nine sixteen right now, about thirty minutes away from things that make you smile. More headlines. I'll get your input as well. It's all coming your way. Ninety-seven point three, the sky.